Hi, I'm Jo Yoga and welcome back to the Jo Yoga Life Diaries. I work with spiritual women um, and enable them to live their purposeful life using yoga methods, self-development tools, and sometimes that may mean a yoga practice or meditation, and other times it might just mean a nice glass of wine and a girly chat. But whatever it is that you require, I work with you as a spiritual woman. I'm a mother, I'm a girlfriend, I'm a friend, I'm a sister, and I just love bringing this podcast to you with little tidbits and yoga practices and meditations. And today in this episode, we are having a little bit of a discussion about the different states of mind that we possess. Now, those of you who know me know that I'm a kundalini yoga teacher. I'm a bit of a kundalini chick. I love it. It rocks my world. It's the yoga that really clicks with me. And so I've done all my trainings and that's the one that I share. I do all kinds of yoga, but they always come back to the foundations in kundalini. And in kundalini, the mind is such a wonderful, beautiful part of our human existence. And as part of our human existence, there's actually 10 bodies, the physical body being just one of them. The mind itself has three different bodies, the negative mind, the positive mind, and the neutral mind. And I'm sharing a discussion with you about those today. So I want to know how much of this resonates with you. So first of all, we're going to look at the negative mind. And I want you to really channel in with what kind of feelings that when I say the word negative mind brings up. Because of the word negative, does it bring up those negative feelings? Maybe it brings up the feelings of just no and somebody being a bit of a, a Debbie Downer. And sorry to all Debbies out there because you're all, I, I know a couple of Debbies and they're amazing women, but maybe you're a little bit of a, you know, the neg- word negative mind can bring some feelings of being a little bit depressed, a little bit low, and maybe a bit pessimistic. Well, the negative mind is the part of our mind that considers the dangers in any given situation. It assesses the situation and it grabs sources from your past. So it looks at what you've experienced in the past and whether moving forward in the situation based on what's happened to you in the past is going to benefit you. The negative mind really creates a sense of belonging. It wants you to belong. It wants you to be part of something and connected to others, which in itself is a wonderful thing. But through the negative mind, you can create incredible connections to the self, to you, to your inner guidance. Because your inner guidance, as I say, your negative mind, it looks on what's happened to you at the past. So if you be patient and you listen to your inner guidance, that's the negative mind working in your favor. It's looking at what you've experienced and then bringing it forward. But an underdeveloped negative mind, you know, the the not so great things about the negative mind are that If you become too attached to that sense of needing to belong, you can really become attached to others and attached to others' opinions and maybe not always make the right choices based on what's good for you. Remember I said about really connecting to your inner self, to your inner wisdom that the negative mind allows you to do. But if you get too caught up, if your negative mind is underdeveloped and a little bit weak, you get attached to others and what they think and what their opinions are. And in that way you can become, you risk becoming misguided and maybe doing something that's for the benefit of others and not yourself. 
You're not grounded in yourself and confident in yourself as a person. And the way for you to be able to develop and strengthen your negative mind is by developing authentic, trusting relationships. Okay, so, you know, be bold, be brave. We've, many of us have been hurt. In fact, if you haven't been hurt at some point in your life, there's a part of growing that hasn't happened for you because it's through being hurt and it's through that kind of development that you have and experiencing that pain, knowing that you can live through it, knowing what it feels like, that is how you then move forward and you move on. And when you step into an authentic, true relationship where you trust, really trust again, that's huge growth for you as a person and as a negative at, at your part of your negative mind. Um, being able to really learn from your past experiences and know that there is a growth lesson in there and trusting that. So that's your negative mind. Let's move over to the positive mind now and just thinking about how that makes you feel when I talk about the word positive. And you might think of like somebody who's like a yes, 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 always the person who comes from yes and blah. But the positive mind in itself is a real lovely thing to, to tackle. The positive mind, well, basically is positive in all things, okay? Makes decisions fast, very fast. Somebody who makes decisions quickly is very much in the positive mind. The positive mind has a strong will and a strong desire, is optimistic and has very, you know, strong communication. So the word I keep coming there is that the positive mind is strong. The positive mind is very definite and very direct. The negative mind will hold back a little bit, look through the library of experiences and decide whether it's good, whether it's the positive mind will not think of any of that and just go for it. So you can see there that the positive mind could possibly get us into a bit of trouble. If we all live by the positive mind, we would not consider whether, well, actually, is jumping off that cliff going to harm me? The negative mind would look through the library of like, well, what have I been taught in the past? What happened when I jumped off that little ledge? And yeah, okay, and make a decision from there. The positive mind will not look through that and just go for it. So an underdeveloped positive mind. So you can see the problems of an overactive positive mind in that you would take very unnecessary risks. Um, yes, there's great joy in risk-taking, but there is ones, obviously, we know it's not great to jump off a cliff unless we know that there's absolutely no rocks underneath and we're going to be safe. Yeah, we know that. That's common sense. And that's where we learn to balance our positive and negative minds. If you have an underdeveloped positive mind and it's a bit weak, the negative mind can overwhelm you and you can spiral into a bit of a depression where the negative mind just comes in and piles on negativity onto every situation an underdeveloped positive mind you'd be angry and intolerant yeah so i said about that just going for it yes 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 quick decision maker but then gets intolerant and impatient with people who are maybe more in their negative mind and are a little bit more considering what's right for them an underdeveloped positive mind you could second guess yourself um, which isn't always a negative thing. Sometimes it's good just to maybe weigh it up. We'll come on to that in a moment in the neutral mind of exactly how long we should be weighing decisions up for. Um, and if an underdeveloped positive mind, you can be a little bit afraid of your own power, afraid of taking that risk. And actually, what about if I am amazing? What about if I do take that um, presenting job and I do take that class or I do take that presentation and I do it. What if I'm brilliant? What if I'm really good at it? 
Yeah, so that's that's the positive mind. A way to strengthen the positive mind, if it's a bit weak and you're a little bit in the negative mind, is to use positive affirmations. And I have got a whole podcast coming for you next week full of positive affirmations that you can use to start to really strengthen that positive mind. So we've got the negative mind, we've got the positive mind, and of course we have that beautiful yogic balance in the middle, which is the neutral mind, which ideally is where you want to be coming from. A good 80% of the time if you can, but I know that we're not all superhuman. The neutral mind. The neutral mind looks at the big picture. It takes information from the negative mind, information from the positive mind, and in nine seconds, it can weigh up all that information and provide you from the source of your inner wisdom the answer. Nine seconds. So don't ever be afraid of if somebody asks you something, taking your time to just be with the question and then answer. Don't be afraid of that silence. We've all been in that situation where somebody's asked something of us, we've asked it, answered it quickly without really giving ourselves some time and then you come back later and go, oh, you know that thing you asked me about? Okay, give yourself nine seconds. So it evaluates the negative and the positive mind. The neutral mind is the, actually the way you're really communicating and connecting with your soul. Through the neutral mind, remember your soul has all the answers. Your soul has been here however many times before. It knows what you're, meant, you're here to do, but it's very quiet. It doesn't shout, lets you lead the way, but when you go quiet and when you pay attention, you allow your soul its expression and you allow that communication to happen. A weak neutral mind or an underdeveloped neutral mind, you're indecisive. Yes, the positive person, the positive, sorry, not the positive person, the positive mind is, yes, 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 yes. The negative mind is, that oh, I don't know. I need to look through what's happened before. The neutral mind, if it's unbalanced, if it's weak, just indecisive, general indecisiveness. And also that feeling of being a victim. People who have an underdeveloped neutral mind are victims of society they see themselves as always being the victim do we know anybody like that they need to strengthen their neutral mind and the way to strengthen your neutral mind is meditation any kind of meditation you can be chanting you can be still and breathing you can be still and breathing and listen to affirmations meditation is the way to quieten down the chatter of the neutral mind, the chatter of the positive, sorry, the chatter of the negative mind. Maybe I need to do a bit of meditation. The chatter of the negative mind, the chatter of the positive mind. And meditation will bring you into the neutral mind. And the more time you spend in meditation, the stronger and more developed your neutral mind will be. So that in times where you have that opportunity, that subtle change in your life, when an opportunity comes to you and you have to make a decision, you know you've got that nine seconds to connect with the neutral mind, which at that time is taking in all of the facts from the big picture, taking all of the facts from the negative mind, all of the facts from the positive mind, putting them together in a really handy file for you to deliver your answer and make your decision. How amazing is our mind? When we learn to work with it, when we learn to look after it and develop it and nurture it and treat it with the utmost love, it will guide us through this life and be our greatest friend. I absolutely love it. It's amazing.
Thank you so much for joining me today. I will see you next time. Have an awesome day. I'll see you on the Joe jo Yoga Life Diaries after I've done some meditation and learned how to speak. I will see you on the Joe Yoga Life Diaries next week. Bye. Thank you so much for listening today. If anything resonated or you feel inspired to, please share as that is how we spread the healing. To learn more about me, my teachings or any of the Joe Yoga programs, go to www.joyogauk.co.uk and I'll see you next time. Bye.